With everybody's permission, Chodesh Tov. Chodesh Tov. Today's year is dedicated to Luni Shmad, Malka Bat Jalinus, Chana Bat Shemuel, Shalomo Ben Eliyahu, Zerubabel Ben Gabriel, Tziviya Bat Mashiach, Tamara Bat Mashiach, Yosef Ben Nisan, and Liora Bat Yitzchak. Baruch Hashem Tinecham Began Eden. All right, buckle your seatbelts. Now, today we are learning about Ger. So, Ger normally translates, um, it, it has several translations in Hebrew in order to get the full uh, picture or scope of what the word ger covers. Uh, covers. It, ger means convert, and it's mm-hmm. used for somebody who converts to Judaism. It's like the status, so to speak, of someone who is an immigrant, and they're looking for a residency in a certain country, and when they're accepted, a ger, for the Jewish people, when it's used for convert, is like a naturalized citizen, so to speak. You know, just like in America, you have a naturalized mm-hmm. citizen, which they have the rights of a citizen, but at the same time, it's not 100% on everything, you know? So a naturalized citizen, be they can't be president of the United States. Yes. There are still certain limits, yes. even though they're a citizen of the country. Here it's different. So, but Gerim also in the Torah, to be a Ger is also used for somebody who is a foreigner, somebody who is a temporary resident in, in a place, uh, someone who's uh, a guest in someone's home. They're called a Ger. Um, is also used in that um, expression. And this is only somebody, in Israel or also outside The word ger comes from the word gar. Yeah. Gar means I'm, 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 I'm residing there for now. I'm temporarily residing there. So ger also means a foreigner who comes to reside somewhere. Um, and this is only for Israel or this is also for outside? Let's see. Doesn't matter. For what? What and do you mean? A ger can come also here, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, meaning a ger, a ger in general ger. means somebody who's coming to live somewhere. A guest who's coming to live somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So, now what would we expect Peleuets to start with? We would expect him to start speaking about the convert because the Torah talks a lot about how we have to honor the convert yes, and love the yes. convert and respect, respect the convert. But that is not where Peleuets starts. Peleuet, we're going to get to the converts towards the end. But uh, Pele, it starts out with Ktiv. Where do you start with Divrei Ayamim? Whoa! What? Divrei Ayamim? Like, what are we talking about Divrei Ayamim? Actually, it's from a very familiar piece in Divrei Ayamim. So he's quoting, Gerim Anachnu Al Haaretz. We are all foreigners. We are all guests yeah, on this word. Yeah, it's true. Now, it's where, true. now where does this come from? Where, where is this Pasuk Divrei Actually, it's a very famous part of the Raya I mean, yeah. Actually, the first section of this passage, we read every day. Yes. And which passage is that? Vayvarech David. Every day, Vayvarech David. In the Raya it reports that David Amelech at the end of his life, he blessed the Jewish people and he said this tefillah after he appointed Shlomo Amelech. After he appointed Shlomo, the story is retold. The second time it's told is in the Raya and the Vayvarech David that we say every day, you know, in our Baruch Shamar, yes, before yes. we say Az Yashir, the first half of that is copied and pasted from Divrei Amim. Came from this Beautiful. exact passage in Divrei Amim. And the reason why we say it every day is that we, Hashem, we say about Hashem also, all of the wealth and all of the honor is in Hashem's hands. And Hashem rules over it. And it's in Hashem's hands to decide how He distributes it. And this Pasuk is actually like one two Pasukim later. It's right after where David Amalek says, Because we are all Gerim Aretz. All of us on this planet Earth, we're all guests over here. We're far. We're we're, temp- we're, we're just passing through. Everything else we're, remains. We we're are, residents we are, we are who are passing just, through. 
we are katzel yamenu, David Amel we says. We're, uh, our, we our days are like a shadow that passes, just like, uh, you, know, the, you know, as the sun passes over earth, you have a shadow that passes. We're like a shadow. We're here for a little bit, and then we pass. And kiger anochi imach. And David Amelach writes, Hashem, I, I'm a foreigner. I'm a, I'm a temporary resident with you. We're just guests over here on planet earth. Vezek kelal gadol. And this becomes a major principle for the Jewish people and what Jewish values are all about is do not pursue luxuries. You see my cheeks are getting red every day. I shave so that you know when he hits, you know it doesn't hit so hard. We are guests. Do not pursue the extras. And don't stress yourself out. About exactly which type of food, and which types of clothes, and what type of mansion of a person wants to own. And I'm sure that if he, this is 200 years ago, if he was living today, he would talk about which kind of car uh, you're, you're having to drive. Watch the jewelry. We live from this. It's going to be so beautiful what he has to say, really. Wow. Right? We should feel like a guest who has come to stay at somebody's house, who's, on, who's on been tra- way, he's he's traveling on his way and he's staying at somebody's house. Right? The Balabait, the owner, is doing him a favor just by hosting him, just by having him. Whatever him. he gives him, he's, thank, he, you. Uh, thank you, he appreciates. So true. <laughs> <laughs> and was, where is our permanent residency? Our permanent residency is Olam Haba. Wow. So if we have to put in our work, put in our work to build our home there. in Olam Haba, where do I need a mansion? Do I need a mansion here? Where I'm just passing through and then I'm going to have to leave it for somebody else? Or do I need a mansion in Olam Haba where I'm actually going to be staying permanently? Our permanent residence, you know. So we have to build up the mitzvot. (laughs) That's where we need a real mansion. He says, even if we pursue the physical matters of this world, we should say that I only want it if it's something that assists me and helps me on the path to achieve life and to, and to achieve Olam Haba. And everything I do should be for the sake of Hashem. And don't do more than what I need and what's necessary in order to achieve my spiritual goals. Don't let your Yetzer Hara sway you. Don't let your Yetzer Hara sway you. And he has all kinds of false claims and all kinds of false arguments that he tries to persuade you with. This is the, the pathway of the Yetzer Hara. Yetzer Hara is the little red guy who sits yes. a little red yeah. demon who's yeah, on her shoulder. He keeps on blinking at you. Blink, he blinks at you. I'm a little confused. Oh, he's going to explain oh. it. Why is no, it? No, it's something <laughs> else. It's something else. Uh, sure. you say, yesterday you said the Gilgul, you go back. <laughs> Your nationality yeah. was back. Yeah. Here you tell me you're building for... <laughs> oh, because eventually we're going to come back over here. So, 
confused. Oh, no, the doesn't want saying? to come back here. No, it's a very good question. Excellent question. Gilgul is like a punishment. Gilgul is a punishment because the neshama doesn't want to be here. Right? If he, if a person didn't successfully build his mansion for Olam Haba for the world the... to come, then they send him back here again. Yes, and the neshama doesn't want to be here. The neshama doesn't like being here. It's an excellent job. question. It's an right. excellent question. That's why I'm up at four, four in the morning. I cannot sleep anymore. Uh, keep going. This is, this is incredible. It says, oh It takes the word luxury and says that which are really extras and that which are really luxury and it says no this is a necessity you have to you need this it takes something that's a luxury and turns it into a need you cannot live without this luxury as if it's an absolute necessity in order for me to live on this earth and to serve Hashem a person needs deep wisdom and a person needs deep knowledge in order to know how to differentiate between what are basic necessities, what do I really actually need, what's a real necessity, and, and what is a luxury, something which I don't need, I can live without it. Do not follow what the Yitzhahara says where it It'll blur the yeah, line. You, you get convoluted. And, you think and it's important. And it blurs the line and it says, that which is not a necessity, it makes it into a No, you absolutely, absolutely. need this. I have a question. Don't listen to the Yetzirah until you hear the Yetzirah Tov. First, you have to listen to the other guy, yes, the white yes, guy. Yeah, we the, have to, the, the good one. They want, they want to send you the kisses. They want to send you the kisses. But if in business you need to do the luxury, you have to do all that because... You're in the luxury business. So what do you do? Uh, okay, so let's continue and what see what Pelé is This is for personal, but yes. also personal. Yeah, this is, also he's talking about personal. He's talking business about personal. is also part of personal. It's also your life. I mean. Right. So Pelé has a lot okay. to say. This Don't worry. Food. Don't worry. We're not, we're not finished. Hold on yeah. to your seats. Hold on, hold on to your seats. Right, right, let's right, 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 right. He says, Yes, it is true. Let me give you one example here. Was a person allowed to lend to a non-Jew um, with interest? Yes. And take interest. So the law of the Torah is that to a Jew you're not allowed to. To a Jew, a Jew, it's prohibited. It's asur to lend to a Jew with interest, but to a goy, but someone who is not Jewish, it's permitted to lend to them one, because that's a form of business. It's business to, uh, to lend with interest. Um, but with a Jew, you know, he's like a brother to you. Treat him like a brother. Um, help, help him out. Help Don't him. help him out. If he, if he really needs and, is ne- and the loan is necessary, help him out. Yes. Find him, help him out. Don't make a business out of him. However, Chachamim came in and they said that this is not a good business for a person to go into. Yes. Lending with interest to Goyim is not Very because bad. how come? Very simple. The fact of history. The fact of history is it causes anti Semitism. Yes. This is the cause of fact. Fact of history. This causes anti Semitism. When the Jews get into the business of loaning and interest. So Chachamim said that a person who needs to be in that business or that is his business. Only a person should only do it as much as it's necessary for him. As much as necessary for you to make a basic parnasa and to cover your basic necessities. Now you see Pelelet is going to tie this into, well, what are the basic necessities? Ah, <laughs> well. right. 
What's right. that uh, measurement? So Chachamim said in this business, in this business, because it's something that I'm saying, the fact of history is it causes anti-Semitism. Yeah, like Even Merchant though the Torah Lander. allowed it, Chachamim discouraged it. Chachamim said this is not a healthy and good business for the Jewish people to be part of. If you need to be part of it, as much as you need. But what, what do the uh, later rabbis say? The later rabbis of his time, they came and they said, Sheachshav, hakol kedechayav. They said, yeah. no, nowadays, <laughs> all of Parnassah is what I need in order to live. Because nowadays you have so many taxes and all different kinds of taxes that we have to pay uh, for each type of thing. And we have so many expenses for our daily living everything that, becomes that necessary. Every, everything becomes necessary everything they they, they call they made everything apparently it says i i have a lot of respect for these great rabbis and and for what they said but he says but in my humility in my humbleness let me, let me give my comments on, <laughs> on what the rabbi said the path that a person wants to walk on so they draw him so onto that path true. It's powerful. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. keva. Somebody who makes his work his priority, and they make his business. He makes the business his priority. And he's working hard in order to become wealthy and achieve a wealthy lifestyle with all types of schemes and all kinds of uh, w- uh, ways of making money. Hashem says, you want expenses? Okay, I can give you more expenses. I can give you more that you need to spend on. Right, the same way if a person wants to have those expenses, Hashem says, I can give you those expenses. Don't worry. And and what does the person end up thinking to himself with all that he spends? He thinks to himself, I'm doing good. I work hard. With my ten fingers, I worked hard. I made a lot of money. I earned a lot of money. I earned a great income. Because if I wouldn't, how else would I pay for my house and my and, and my car and the clothes that I'm in and, and the eating out at expensive restaurants? And how else would I pay for all of this if not for the fact that I work so hard? So, he says, but they didn't know. They're mistaken and they didn't realize. That even if he would have earned a little bit less, if he wouldn't earn to the extent that he worked so hard to earn, Hashem would have also found a way to make his expenses less. Hashem Hashem could have made his expenses less also. If a person wanted to make his Torah study a fixture of his day, that I want to make more of my day Torah study, and I'm not going to negotiate on my Torah study. And my work, I'm going to work around my Torah learning schedule. These are the hours, or this is the time that I learn Torah. These are the hours that I go to Minyan every single day. And my work, I'm going to work around that, not the other way around. Right? So, Muftach lo shelo yachsar Hashem is not going to give less than a person needs. Hashem is not going to make him go hungry and have to go uh, collect tzedakah yeah. uh, because he fits hours of learning and hours of, in, of minyanim. In the honor of Hashem. Right? 
אשר יחסדו, שכבר הבטיח שהוא נותן לחם וכל בשר, כי הוא היה מחסדו. השם גיבס ברט לכל פלאש, כי הכינס הוא איטרנל, וכתיב פותח את ידיך ומשביע לכל חי רצון. השם אופן את ידיך, השם סייטרי את כל הוא נדזק, ומה שסובל האדם, טורח וצער ועמל, שלפעמים נטרד מן העולם הזה ומן העולם הבא, הכל הוא, שרוצה ללך אחר המותרות. Because a person wants, to, wants the luxuries. A person needs the luxuries, the ta'anugot, and the indulgences, indulgences, and all of the extras. He says, he says, all of that pursuing of luxuries and extras that a person doesn't need, that is exactly the disease which plagues man the most and causes all of this unnecessary stress and anxiety that a person puts so himself through. So we create through. it on ourselves. We, 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 re, we, re, we, we create that on ourselves, and, and Pele Oet says sometimes a person, because of that stress and anxiety, loses two worlds. Yeah. Both he loses Olam Abba, he also loses Olam Hazeh, with all of the pressure he brings on himself. And this is an evil that a person brings upon himself, stress and pain, after waking up early and have to stay up late, only in order to eat the bread of grief. And a person ends up with what he deserves. Because he didn't learn Torah, because he didn't do mitzvot, didn't put on tefillin, didn't pray, didn't do his daily responsibilities to Hashem. Not because he was pursuing necessities, not because he was pursuing what he needed. He was lacking from the Torah. Because he was pursuing luxuries. Because he was pursuing excess.